Uh, how you doing out there, all you robots? It's uh, time once again for another fantastic and fun-loving edition of the Midweek War. Maybe it's the way I'm setting you up, but it's kind of weird this week. I won't lie to you. Anyway, hey everybody, we are here to talk Ring of Honor. Here on the Midweek War, I'm your pal in the mainstream media, joined by Mad Mike Ott in Poughkeepsie, New York. Mike, you're fantastic. I already checked. Mm-hmm. So uh, no need to go any further. We're here to talk about Ring of Honor. I ain't going to lie. We were real hard on Ring of Honor last week. <laughs> and, their little, and their little 200th episode. Um, if you're curious, um, either go back and look at the past episode or just subscribe so you never miss an episode. Um, I'm sure you can figure out how to do that. Just search on iTunes or go to WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Anyway, we're really hard on ROH. Not ROH the company, but, well, yes, ROH the company, but specifically ROH the television product, uh, Mm -hmm. ROH the regularly scheduled weekly television product. Anyway, Mike, this week... They turned a a corner this week. they They did some really good things. I would like to say... They, they took our criticism to heart, but we know this show was in the can three weeks ago, so it's not possible. Anyway. Unless, <laughs> unless they have a TARDIS and they're not telling us. And they're just screwing with us then. Um, they do have a like- called the Time Splitters. Those guys had a DeLorean. It's possible. Mike, let's do it how we always do it with our uh, one word for... Ring of Honor this week. Um, my one word this week is going to be backstory. Very nice. I'm going to keep it simple like you. I'm going to say better. <laughs> better. <laughs> this actually <laughs> felt like a wrestling show that I want to tune in for next week. Um, we're, we're, we're struggling if you guys didn't listen last week. And frankly, why? Why? Why, why, why would you do you that? Um, our big dispute with our Ring of Honor is ever since they came on Destination America, it seems they've been like completely derailed in their episodic uh, nature. Mm-hmm. Everything feels very isolated. This felt like it was going from one point to the next. So there are some good things we're talking about on this show, Mike. So uh, why don't you give us a good thing? I know you've got at least one. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm actually going to say the announcers this week. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that it wasn't Kevin Kelly and Steve Carino for the whole show. <laughs> I enjoyed Prince Nana. It, it was a nice, it was a uh, fresh voice at the commentary table. We had Maria doing commentary, and she's always a welcome addition. And Nigel McGinnis at the commentary table. And God damn it, I know why Cheeseburger's called Cheeseburger. That was a big criticism oh. that we laid out last week. And they immediately stepped up and gave you the complete backstory of Cheeseburger. And I know you were dying to know, Mike. I was! I, I want to know the backstory of any of these characters. I listened to a different podcast and found out the backstory of the decade, and now it makes sense to me! Do you Have you fig- figured out why Red Dragon capitalizes only a few letters of their name yet? I assume someone accidentally hit Caps Lock! I don't <laughs> know! I someone don't out there need does. to know this! Like, maybe they're just big Doc Remedy fans. I don't know! If that's the Wouldn't case... They? I'm all for it, but still, reason, something. But yeah, the, the announcers we, this week were, were actually fun to listen to. Um, uh, there, were, there was no loud screaming of Superkick. 
or coal or things of that nature. And I'm crash and burn. Yes, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm We're getting used to the Carino playbook right now. I have not. <laughs> I have, although Carino during the Colby segment was really good. Carino has Carino is so hot and cold. Like he has moments yeah. where he's just fantastic and he's brilliantly funny and can be really insightful. And then he has moments where you're like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> By the way, so, can, we, uh, can we stop calling him King Carino? I mean, I know it's a ripoff of the King of Old School because he yeah. called himself that in ECW. And I get that. I assume that's where that's coming from. Again, I don't know Ring of Honor backstory, so I'm just guessing. But Steve Carino. Steve Carino. Steve is a good name. It's my confirmation name. It was my father's name. It's a good name. Steve Carino. It makes you seem more like a person when you're angry about your son getting abused. Colby, no! Exactly. Um, let me come up with my good thing for you for this week. Um, I try to like just kind of pick and choose here and there, but um, I liked Moose this week. Mm-hmm. I thought Moose was really good. Specifically, he did something in that six-way match that was very intriguing to me. I'm not sure if he did it on purpose, but there's a <laughs> point where he's dragging... I, I assume it was Cheeseburger because he was just hauling somebody around. And Brutal Bob is just standing there with his hand out, and Moose, like, just walks right <laughs> yes, past him yes, and goes to the yeah. far corner to tag in somebody else. He and tagged like, in uh, Silas Young, I think. Yeah, and I'm just like, I don't know if he did it on purpose, because with Moose, you're not quite sure, because he's still just kind of coming into it. But I'm like, if that was just perfect, yeah. just perfect if you did it that way. So good job by Moose this week. Um. Yeah. I, yeah. It was. It was. It was fun. I, that six way match was just. It wasn't the mayhem they promised, but it was solid. It was solid. Like if they replaced uh, Caprice Coleman with uh, Cedric Alexander, it would have been legitimately perfect because it would have been three feuds in one match. Yeah, that was weird, huh? How they kind of. Yeah, well, like, they interlaced at least a couple things, so that wasn't too yeah. bad. Although I'm ready for Dalton Castle to just move on. I'm like, can he just like finish off Silas Young and get on with his life? Mm-hmm. Why does he get kind of like like Silas Young has like his own gravitational pull and he keeps dragging Dalton and the boys back to him? I assume that. it's because the fans are not strong enough to blow him away from it yet. No, they are not. And also, um, thank you for helping me with with this before the show. Um, Silas Young's back rake is damn near lethal. Yeah. Just yeah. knocking people down to the floor. It's just unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. I want I want like a backstage segment of him and old Procter's wheel sharpening his fingernails. Yeah. Like just, just to find points. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of scary. Um okay, well obviously these wrestling shows aren't perfect, Mike. Um there are things to nitpick, so let's see if you can come up with something bad about uh, Ring of Honor this week. Uh, my bad is the main event. Yeah. The main event. Um I, I have one question for the main event, and it's a question we could have asked the, the, the matchmaker at ROH because he happened to be sitting ringside. Um, why? Why are they fighting? Yeah. Why? Like, it was a fine match. You know, nothing wrong with the actual quality of the match. Uh, ACH to face. Uh, Bobby Fish to face, I assume. I know nothing about Red Dragon. I think he tried to skew heel because he flipped off the crowd. In but by, by the way, Destination America, I'm talking to you directly. You have to work on your blurring. It's not good. It's not good. If you have to blur out an entire man's head 
to blur out a finger, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> it's, but, I, yeah, we watched it on Destination America. I'm curious if they blurred it on Sinclair now. I'm just kind of wondering. Probably not. probably not, because they use the same blur tactics they use on TNA. But, um, yeah, I don't know why that match happened. You're right. Is, is it a fallout of the tag team situation? with Because ACH and Seidel are nowhere a team, but last I saw, they were not involved in tag team titles at all. No, yeah, no, you're not wrong because I was thinking the same thing as I watched. I was, I was thinking this is a really good match, but this is feeling kind of pedestrian, and I'm not sure why this is happening. And oh, good, it's over. So let's all move on. So. Yeah, like the crowd didn't even seem into it because they didn't know who they were supposed to cheer. Yeah, and that crowd is usually pretty decisive of who they want to cheer. Yeah, it's always kind of tough. You know, you got to tell them who they want to cheer. Um, all right, um, my bad thing. And uh, since we've complimented the announced team, I will now put some dirt on them. And since I said nice things about Carino, I will save time shovel some dirt on them too. Carino needs to let go of this over-the-top rope rule joke. This is like his <laughs> most egregious offense. Even I'm sick of it. And I, I like Carino more than most. But <laughs> he has to stop. Every time somebody gets thrown over the top rope, he's like, disqualification! And Kelly has to be like, will you stop? Actually, it's somebody else, but. If he said, "Will you stop?" afterwards, it'd be it'd be a better joke. I it'd be a better it's joke. Total ripoff. But um, well, saying the disqualifications is WCW still around in '95? No, no, it's not. We're 20 years past this. Even WCW got rid of that rule eventually. Once once they realized that, hey, Mexicans fly over the top rope. We can't have that anymore. Yeah, we can't be doing that anymore. Um, let's uh, move on to what we would change about this week's show, Mike. Uh, well, I alluded to it already. I would have swapped out Caprice Coleman for Cedric Alexander. because I think that would have made the six-man a little bit more exciting because, honestly, I know Brill Bob. I know Cheeseburger. I know Dalton Castle. I know Silas Young. I know Moose. I don't know jack about Caprice Coleman. Do you know anything about him now that you've seen him in action? Nope. Nope? Okay. <laughs> and, and plus, I mean, this, this is more of a personal thing. If we had Cedric Alexander out there, we also would have had Veda and... If I can get a one-hour show with Maria and Veda on it, I'm going to go for a one-hour show with Maria and Veda on it. No doubt. Yeah. Um, my change is also regarding that six-man match. Um, overly complicated rules. Did not need to say whatever they ended up saying. What was it? Six? What? I mean, I'm trying to find if I have the It was like on. anytime someone left the ring, someone else was allowed to come in, they became legal. Like... Just say, like... Six-man mayhem. I, you didn't have to make it that complicated. Just say, we're like, six-man match, you gotta tag them in, but Lucha rules if you get thrown out of the... over the top, or if you get thrown to the outside, the other guy can come in. I mean, it's, it's just like... It's not like the ROH officials are actually that good at enforcing the rules anyway. <laughs> They're not. Like, like, the Kingdom had a jobber tag match, and the ref still allowed double-teaming for, like, two and a half minutes. I'm like, there's a 10-count ref. Come on. Uh, but yeah, yeah, the referees, they need to work on that. They need to work on that because the referee helps pace the match a little bit better. If they don't stop a lot of the crazy shit from happening, maybe ROH becomes a little bit better televised product. Um, let me just touch on real quickly on the uh, on BJ Whitmer. <laughs> this cracks me up. He's starting to crack me up now. 
I'm coming. I, I, I'm going in full circles around BJ Whitmer and the Colby Carino thing. Is he sets up Colby Carino to face four of the largest human beings I've ever seen walk in the Ring of Honor? And this is enough. And Steve Carino gets up. We had a nice um, um, shut the f up chant from the crowd, which got edited out every single time, mm-hmm. which only made it that much more conspicuous. But well, I, I guess Mer- Destination America. Or someone, or Sinclair, or somebody had to keep it keep it on the level. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you shouldn't have to edit crowd chants unless there's nothing else going on where you can only hear crowd chants. You shouldn't edit out crowd chants. You just shouldn't. Uh, but we're never gonna get CBJ Whitmer Russell, are we? Like, it's I'm never gonna happen. Never gonna happen. I'm like, is this? Are we really gonna get? Because um, it has to lead to. Karina versus PJ Whitmer, but this is the slowest burn. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's not bad. It's not a bad build. It's not a bad build at all. It's been fun to watch them do their thing, and I get amused every time Colby is about to get destroyed, and Karina's like just just wrenching in the, in the announce desk, and poor Kevin Kelly, who doesn't want him to get suspended because I guess Kelly's terrified of having to call matches by himself. It's like, no, no, don't do it, don't do it, King. Um, to be fair, I'm terrified of Kevin Kelly having to call matches by himself. I think you'll get. <laughs> going to do the rock. Shut your mouth, Kevin Kelly. Anyway. <laughs> um, Matt, I, I have a sidebar question for you about ROH. Okay. Have you watched Death Before Dishonor yet? I have not watched Death Before Dishonor yet mm-hmm. uh, because I knew I would not have to have watched it before. Me too. I'm kind of figuring out. I'll probably watch it before I get to uh, next week's episode. I got a G1 climax to keep up with, Mike. My wrestling plate is full. I, was, I, well, no I, I don't want to keep you from climaxing, Matt. So. I, I don't even get me on started. People tell me I need to watch some Shikara now. Shikara's rolling out some more stuff, and I'm like, I can barely fit in yeah. the top three matches of G1 on a nightly basis. How in the Blue hell, am I supposed to watch Chikara online? Get this in somewhere else. It's it's impossible. Too much by, wrestling, Mike. By the way, if people want us to review Chikara, which I understand is on YouTube, um, we will have to eliminate another show. And well, don't say Impact, because I'm a completist. We have to watch it. <laughs> well, speaking of completists... Actually, you know what? Once Lucha Underground fades off into the sunset after next week, um, then you and yourself may begin to review Shikara. <laughs> right. I, you know, and plus, who knows what's going to happen when September ends? Who very knows? True, very true. We may just have NXT versus Shikara at that point. <laughs> Maybe. Because Maybe. I've noticed something different on um, Destination America. I don't know if you've noticed this. I was going to bring it up during Impact, but since we're talking yeah. about it, they they advertise all new impact all summer long. That implies there's not gonna be new impact in the fall. That does. They didn't promise they didn't promise anything new in the fall. Um they also maybe we should mention that since we're discussing Destination America programming, um Ring of Honor has, at least for now, uh, been booted from the 8 o'clock time slot so we can get a Bigfoot show. I misspoke on Tuesday on the Mayhem show. I said it was another barbecue show. In fact, it is just another Bigfoot show. To be fair, Matt, Matt, they are looking for Bigfoot so they can barbecue him. They are looking to do a Bigfoot barbecue show. 
mm-hmm. on Destination and, Night. And uh, from what I've heard, Bigfoot may have been found. Or not. Tune and in he, next week. And he, he may or may not be in Florida. Anyway, thank you, Riz, for that tease of what's to come. Uh, Matt, we're, we forgot to do this for NXT. So where would you rate NXT and ROH this week? Oh, did we forget to do it for NXT? We forgot. We completely... I, realized I was sitting there thinking this. about... Uh, I had NXT number two this week. I have okay. Ring of Honor number three this week. Uh, I think that's perfectly fair. It was a very tight race. Very. Uh, I was pretty pleased with the uh, with the midweek offerings this week. Yeah, I, I'm actually in concurrence with you on that for both NXT and ROH. Uh, so I guess you know which one's number four. It's Lucha. Kidding. Swerve. Anyway. <laughs> Russo Swerve. But yeah, um... Really good showings from all the from all the shows this week. Even Impact, even Impact had some good stuff to it. Um, but we will get to that on the next. Just, show. A, just a few minutes, Mike. I feel like talking about Impact, so let's wrap this bad boy up and let everybody know that if you want some more midweek war goodness, you just need to go to wrestlingmayhemshow.com. We do four podcasts, one for each show that airs on Wednesday nights. You split them up. You watch them how the way you want to, and we just. Well, we just talk until until we stop, and then we leave. Mm-hmm. Kind of like this. Thank you all for watching this edition of The Mid Week War.